hunter, watch me, watch me. A true hunter is wired differently. He's wired differently. Doesn't have the same makeup. Listen to me, what makes a gazelle a gazelle is how he's wired. When a lion sees a gazelle and the gazelle sees the lion, both beasts see each other at the exact same time. When the gazelle sees the lion because of how he's wired, he automatically, fear takes over. When the lion sees a gazelle, he lights up. It's showtime. The hunt is on, this is what I was made for. And if you ever studied a lion in his natural environment, watch this guys. If an animal is wounded, the lion won't even do what? Won't attack. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Sober is Dope podcast. Today I wanna to talk about a concept called destination addiction. I was scrolling through the internet and I came across this concept. I was thinking about it. I was like trying to like put a label to what the idea I was thinking about where we put our happiness in the next place. Um, and then I came upon the concept of a destination addiction, um, which is really important because as a recovering alcoholic, I have to be careful and be aware that I have an addictive personality. And, you know, I'm always looking for a, a dopamine thrill, whether it's conscious or subconscious. So it all goes back to our mindfulness. And I came across a wonderful woman by the name of Lori Stowes. And Lori Stowes is a consulting professional with a strong mission to create meaningful change for individuals and organizations. Her vision is to create meaningful change by helping people reach beyond their potential to increase performance, engagement, and drive continued growth and develop strong leaders. Lori Stoltz has a consulting company and she has a cool blog called Get Your Mind On. Everything is in the show notes and Lori Stoltz gave this wonderful talk on destination addiction, which I want us to listen to and enjoy after I speak. And the reason why this is important to me is because I know happiness and fulfillment is an inside job. And it's important to have that understanding that it's okay to plan, it's okay to dream, and it's okay to have an idea about what you want for your future. But that can't always be based on your happiness, right? Because there's no real way in which we could find fulfillment through material objects, money. It's been proven again and again. I have quite a few friends who's well off, couple of millionaires and stuff and they're human just like everyone else with more money comes more expensive problems you have different forms of headaches more complex headaches and i know a lot of people will say you know i have this money i have this fame and i have this stuff but i really wish i could just go back to a more simpler time where i was more happy so 
That new house is not going to be the answer to your happiness. That new car is not going to make you any feel any better. What it might do is give you this quick burst of adrenaline and dopamine rush like, oh, I'm excited. I have this new thing, like a new toy. And then when you get bored, you kind of just push it aside and you start looking for something else. A better car, a bigger house. A bigger job, a bigger title, a bigger promotion. Um, And where does it end? And as a Christian in my heart, I know that it's important to find peace within. The happiness has to be based on service and creativity and giving back and helping others and growing spiritually and, and being at peace. So when you see these enlightened people like the monk or the buddha and stuff and or people who even practice minimalism i really i'm getting into minimalism i think that's a cool concept that you know we don't need everything that we think we need you know sometimes we can survive and live happier below our means or with just less clutter less junk and less things Right. When you see the monk and they're meditating and they're happy, you know, they're always smiling. That's symbolism. Right. Um, That our happiness can't be predicated on our material gains and objects. So beware of destination seeking. And I'm going to leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy our the talk with Lori Stowe's who just beautifully breaks it down in a unique way. And I just really wanted to bring this concept to you. We're going to elaborate on it more in the future. And again, thanks for listening to Sober's Dope. I'm Pop Buchanan and enjoy. Hello, welcome to Get Your Mind On. I'm Lori Stos. Are you thinking about that next place to be? The next level of success? Maybe you would like a new partner. Or maybe you'd like to learn more. Maybe you'd like to think about what's the next goal. Or what if I just lose 10 more pounds? Or what if I just had more money? Or what if I just had a new job? Are those thoughts in your mind daily? Have you thought that you might have an addiction? We've been talking about addictions over the past couple weeks and we'll be continuing to talk about addictions. But I'm helping you think about addictions that we might not think are really, quote, true addictions. The addiction we're talking about today is called the destination addiction. Now you may think, what is the destination addiction? I've never heard of that before. Well, the destination addiction is defined as this, a preoccupation with the idea that happiness is in the next place, the next job, and with the next partner. Until you give up the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are, by Robert Holden. Hmm, when you think about that, gosh, how many times have we thought about that? Now, I don't want you to not be a dreamer and to think about those future things that may come your way. But this is when you're constantly thinking about where you're heading next and what about the next thing and what about the next thing, and it is your life. That's a true addiction. You can't get away from what's next. What's the next level of success? What's the next goal I need to accomplish? Check it off the list. What's the next city I need to travel to? What's the next partner that I'd like to be with because I'm bored with this person? Or maybe I'm dating and I need somebody else for something else and I need more money because I have this much money and I want more. That's an addiction. That's when we're not even allowing the happiness of the present moment that we live in today And we really need to think about why we do that. Is it discontent? What is contentment? 
We have to find that contentment within ourselves. And many of us may be losing our life away just thinking about what's next. So when you think about that, I know there's some people with some great futuristic talent and sometimes they continue to get caught up into that. And I had a, a story of a couple who, uh, they were a young couple and they had been dating and they just got married and, and uh, they had gotten an understanding of each other and who they were and one had futuristic. And uh, it was the gal and the, and the uh, husband said, and I wondered why every time we do something, she'd be t talking about the next best thing. You know, before we got married, she'd be talking about the wedding. When we got married at the wedding, she'd be talking about the honeymoon. At the honeymoon, she'd be talking about the house. At the house, she'd be talking about the kids. And, and it was just always something else. And he was in the moment, just trying to feel the moment. So what a great discussion that they had about that and how they could understand each other. And again, not that it's not that we can dream. We need to dream about what could be, but we can't get caught up into it. So when we think about the happiness, we need to think about our happiness in the moment that we have today. Let's think about the word nowhere. Nowhere and now here. Same word, just a different way of looking at it. So think about the word now here. The happiness that we want, the happiness that we need is in the moment. In the moment of what we have today, not what we're seeking tomorrow. It's the enjoyment. We don't know how long our lives are gonna be. So it's the enjoyment of that moment that we have today. The enjoyment when we're sitting with our partner and enjoying that moment and appreciating them for who they are. Not the things that they're not. It's the times when the kids are chaotic and the schedule is frantic that we look them in the eyes and we stop and we see the moment that we notice they're, that they're a child of ours, or that they um, respond to something like a caterpillar on the sidewalk, or something where we take the moment. It's the time that we look outside enjoying nature and look at the moon or look at the stars and recognize how beautiful our earth is today. It's those little things. It's the time we're in a meeting and we're working together, working to accomplish something as a team, and you recognize that teamwork and how together you build a great team to accomplish the mission of what your company is about. Those are the moments that matter, that happiness of what you've created here today. Those things today will lead us to tomorrow, but we take the moment and say, what is it that we have today? For positive charge this week, one, are you caught up in the destination addiction? Two, if so, how can you find the moments today that make you present. And three, when working with others, how can you think about as a team, you think about how we can appreciate where we are today. You know, Eckhart Tolle talks about how uh, many times we spend most of our life thinking about what could be versus enjoying today. It's like we get caught up in our living our lives for the next versus the moment. So take some time this week and take some time to think about yourself and how you can be in today and spend the time enjoying the moment versus seeking what's next.